Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, David, welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. Uh, I know wellness and fitness is, is your specialty, so we're definitely going to weave questions in about that. But as we always do on this show, let's start off by telling my audience of morning upgraders who you are, what you do for a living, and then something you're grateful for right now. Bet. I'm uh, David Greenwald. Wife and I are forever Illinois residents. I'm a 30-year health coach, helping people transform uh, with a specialty in, in weight management and obesity management. And uh, I'd say something I'm grateful for is we just traveled uh, quite a distance by car, and I am really, really grateful that we had a, a fantastic, dry, clear weather and that our travels uh, really were safe. That's good. That's really good. Yeah, we were talking about travel a little bit before we started recording and all the adventures that we've had with our kids and just yeah. you know, taking trips and, and same with you. So that's really good. The question around wellness. I'm just curious. I want tips, but I, I have a question first. Since you're a wellness expert, I'm assuming you have to keep yourself looking good, right? If you're selling it. Um, so do you feel that pressure? Like, do you feel guilty if you eat a bad meal? Do you feel the pressure of looking a certain way? Or is it just a lifestyle for you at this point? And it just, you didn't even give it a second thought. Honestly, it's the latter. It's a, it's a lifestyle. For whatever reason, fitness has been in my DNA since I was a little kid. I, I don't know why. I was not a great athlete. I was a B team, C team kid. I wasn't going to be a starter on traditional sports, but even at age like 10, 11, I, back then it would have been, you know, 1975, 1976, 77 for me. I wanted the president's council on physical fitness award. I, I yeah. wanted the award and I still have the patch and the sticker and the certificate I got, you know, when, when I earned it. And I don't know why I wanted it. I, I have no idea, but I was interested in fitness and I seem to excel at fitness, not traditional sports. So uh, I don't know, I, but don't ask me why I, I no longer really question it, but it's just, it just is. So it, it, it's really a lifestyle for me. And I have zero guilt if I have something that is uh, an indulgence. Got it. I think everyone's got their thing. Like I, I'm very much into like personal development, personal growth. I, I going back to when I was in my twenties, the books I would read, and I don't know why, I just gravitate towards that kind of stuff, like yeah. the podcasts and just morning routines, and it's fun for me. So that if it's your thing, it doesn't feel like work, right? Right. Yeah. It's uh, you know, I'm so passionate about it. And as as I've talked to people about you know business over the years, you know, I've been in business in one way, shape, form, or another since 1987. And what I'd say is, I'm I'm incredibly passionate about what I do, and to be able to sustain, you know, we've been I've been doing what I do virtually since 1999, wow. you know, the very early days of the internet, there was, it was dial up. There was no fast internet. I, I built our first website with dial up, getting disconnected every two minutes. And, you know, you couldn't even be on the telephone and the internet at the same time. Yeah. I remember that. And, but I was so passionate about it and I still am. And I only say that for, for this, you have to be passionate to be able to have the sustaining power it's going to take to start, run, and endure all that you're going to endure as a business owner. You have to have the passion. If not, you're you're gonna you're gonna check out of the business. You're you're gonna say, you know, let me do something else. Let me go work for someone else. Let me do something else that doesn't necessarily require so much intrinsic motivation and persistence. And again, whatever that is, I, I seem to have that. 
but I know that a great part of it is my why for this business, for what I do for helping people is just incredibly strong. So that's really it in a nutshell for what drives me. Yeah. And the topic of passion is interesting because I've had to, so I'm in marketing with my family and I don't know if I would say I'm passionate about marketing. Am I have an interest in it? I understand it. So it's not like I don't like what I do, but I wouldn't say I'm passionate about marketing, but what I've come to realize is that I am passionate about running a business with my family, helping clients, trying to find clients, work with the team, grow the team, all that stuff. And so it took me a little while to realize that because you hear about like, follow your passion. I'm like, well, Am I not yeah. following my passion? Because I don't really like, I don't, I don't really, not really, not really passionate about marketing. Right. But I am passionate about the other stuff that's involved in it. And so it took me a little, little while to figure that out. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. You just made me think of this. I, I say this frequently. The people that are close to me have heard me say this a number of times over the years. My kids were poking at me just a week or two ago when the, I think the, the big lotto, whatever it's called, Powerball was over a billion dollars. And, you know, my kids and family have heard me say, if you dropped $20 million into my lap tomorrow, and I've said this for more than a decade, if you drop $20 million into my lap tomorrow, I would just continue to do what I do in a bigger way. Uh, amazing. So my kids are poking at me with yeah. a Powerball and they're like, dad, what about this billion? It's a billion now, dad. Kids, what do you think I'm going to, you remember they're grown and gone now. What do you think I'm going to do? And they're laughing. They're like, you're just going to keep doing what you're doing. You're going to, I said, yes, I am. I'm, I love what I do. It's not about me wrong. You want to be paid for, you know, for your worth and value and what you bring, but it's not about that as the primary for me. I love helping people get from someplace heavy or heavier than they want to be and less healthy than they want to be perhaps to someplace leaner and lighter. And I love seeing what happens with them. I love seeing the transformation inside and out. And, um, Ever since I started doing it, it's just been something where I, you know, I didn't know early on. I mean, I was at fitness was in me, but I didn't know early on that transformation coach was what I was destined to do, but it was. Excellent. So we're going to come back to wellness because I want to, I want to get some either nutrition tips from you or not that we're giving medical advice at all in the show, but fitness tips or wellness tips or or nutrition. Uh, But first let's talk about your morning. How do you start your days? I wake up, I don't use an alarm clock. Fortunately, I'm, I've been a, a remote running my virtual business for over 20 years. So I, but I still get up between five and 6 a.m. And I'm going to be a, a plain black coffee kind of person, a couple of cups sometime in the morning, but I'm going to get up and uh, do the normal morning routine. I'm not going to take too much time before I am at, for at least a period of time before I'm at my computer checking on things and um, just, just going through kind of a morning routine there, taking care of clients, looking, looking at uh, uh, things that clients might have left me in messages over the night, things they may be in need for. So I, I you know, I'll often refer to it with my wife as I'm taking care of my kids. <laughs> you know, that's how I think of my clients. But I'll have a cup of coffee. I'll get that going. But it isn't going to be too long, and I'm going to have um, a good breakfast. The breakfast is going to have going to be high protein and vegetables. I'm going to have that. That's almost without fail. I only probably have two or three breakfasts in 30 days. That's all the variety I have, but you can bet that my breakfast is going to be high protein and vegetables in some way. You know, that's it. Um, I will, because I am in the virtual space, I am going to uh, take a little bit of time in the morning to see what's going on on Instagram, what's going on, probably not on TikTok at that point, but what's going on in Instagram, maybe what's going on Facebook, just to kind of see 
what's going on there. I don't spend a ton of time on social, but I do feel because I'm on social and uh, we are a business in that sphere. I like to keep tabs on that. Of course, it's, you know, wife, greeting, hugs, got a Maltese dog he's going to be taken care of. So it's just, it's just things like that. I will meditate at a different time in the day. I don't necessarily meditate in the morning. Some people do it in the morning. Some people do it in the evening. I will meditate sometime during the day, but it isn't necessarily then. I don't have an ice bath thing. I don't have a sauna thing. It's not that I'm against them. I know some people have built that into their routine. I don't have a problem with that either, but uh, I wear a shirt, Ryan, and I, I do it because it's, I feel like it's really who I, who I am, and it's, it's what I, I really, the lifestyle I try to live, but it just says live simply. That's really true to, to who we are. Simple is a good thing. I'm the complete opposite of that right now with my kids being young. Like yes. The complete opposite. Yes. But eventually I'll get there. You will. It'll be here, <laughs> it'll be here before you know it. <laughs> what's your go-to? I'm just curious. What's your go-to workout routine? So I train six days a week. Um, I haven't missed more than two weeks in a row since 1982. I take one or two days off every week, but I haven't taken more than two weeks off since 1982. So I will do uh, some kind of strength training. I don't want to get into the details because our time is short, but I will, I will do um, strength training workouts four days a week. I will do pure cardio workouts two days of the strength training. One of those is kind of a Metcon metabolic conditioning where I'm going to build in some strength movements with a lot of heavy breathing. And uh, so it's kind of like three traditional strength training workouts, one metabolic conditioning workout, two pure cardio workouts. And that's going to take me through uh, six days of training. My workouts are only about uh, 35 to 50 minutes. That's walking the door till the time I'm leaving the gym. I may train at home, but I have our thing being fitness is I, you know, I have three gym memberships. So I do that because there are certain things that certain gyms that I just like better than, than others, or I like the leg press over here at this one, or this one has kettlebells that are better than this one or whatever. So it's, yeah, it's six days. That's almost without fail. I might be, a, I might shake it up a little bit if we're traveling or something like that, but I, yeah, I just, it's just what I do. And, and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some fitness tips in there. Um, but I want to ask you one, one more question around that, around the topic of wellness. Let's, let's cater it to like people over 40. Cause that's me. Okay. Is there like a, a small hinge that swings the big, sw- swings the big door, like something that my audience can do that's maybe it's drinking water or something like that, that can improve their, their wellness or their fitness. Anything come to mind that big lever? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, here's one of the things I, that I would say, I, I can't honestly think of anything bigger than this. Now start where you are, take a little baby steps. Don't interpret what I'm about to say as all or nothing. Please don't yes. do that. Anything we do is more about striving to become exceptional, never perfect. So even if the pinnacle is exceptional. I don't want anyone thinking, oh my gosh, I've got to do that tomorrow or I've got to do it at all. So just think baby steps. But I'd say the greatest thing people can do is to shift what they're eating to close as close as possible to 90% real food. Over the last 60, 70 years, we have transitioned from real food to ultra-processed food. And we're sitting in the United States at about 60 to 90% ultra-processed food intake as adults. We want to flip it back, flip it back to the way we ate for hundreds of thousands of years and not exactly like that, but flip it back to real food. All we're looking to do is reverse what's happened. And what's happened has gotten us as a society at 43% obese and projected to be 50% obese by 2030. 
I absolutely see that happening. I don't see any reason why we won't be 50% obese by 2030. But as individuals, we don't have to continue to be obese. As for the people listening to this podcast, as individuals, you don't have to go along. You don't have to be a stat for society. And one of the greatest things you can do is to begin shifting to more real food. Real food is whole or minimally processed, edible parts of plant and animal, right? They're usually single ingredient where if anything's been added to it, it's only whole or minimally processed ingredients commonly found in kitchens. Put it simple, it's typically going to be a single ingredient plant or animal-based food where if anything's been added to it, it's going to be something that is whole or minimally processed and commonly found in kitchens. So instead of trying to turn a package around and figure out, you know, is this, what is this, you know, does this ingredient okay? Is that ingredient okay? Bottom line is, if it doesn't, if it doesn't start with a single ingredient of a plant and an animal that we all know, and if the other ingredients aren't things commonly found in kitchens, then it's likely an ultra processed food. And I would just stress to just do what you can, little baby steps to move in the direction to eventually get to the way we ate for hundreds of thousands of years. It's not crazy. What's crazy is the way we're eating now. Go back to that. And um, there's little things that can be done, obviously, to kind of make that happen. That's kind of like a big, a big hinge, but the steps to get there can be the, that little hinge, like you said, that swing a big door. Yeah, that's powerful. And you can tell you're passionate about it because your voice tonality changed when you started talking about it. Yeah. You know? I just, I can't help it. I just, I, and I know it's that way. I've heard myself on some of these podcasts and I just like, I really, really am because it, it will make such a huge difference and not just in the physical health, not just in weight, but in energy and mental health and mood and future dementia and joint pain and Alzheimer's. And I mean, and, you know, and, uh, autoimmune disease. I mean, it just goes on and on and on, right? For that, that's a huge thing, what we eat, but just move in that direction. Just eat more real food. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent advice. Excellent advice. So let's talk, let's, let's go to business. For the entrepreneurs listening, you've had your business for, I can't remember how long you said, 30 years? I, yeah, I've been a coach for 30 years. I've had this business. I've been doing it virtually for 24 years. How have you done that? Most businesses don't go past five years. So what comes to mind? Yeah. So I... Started very early on when the internet was just coming in. I, I created this coaching program. And uh, again, just through my passion and just wanting to help people, um, it's been primarily a word of mouth business. And so clients that have been with me have told someone else and they've told someone else and they've told someone else. We've just continued. So I don't want to in any way, shape or form, make it sound like it's just been smooth sailing. Like any business, right. we've had our ups, we've had our downs. We've had the blood, sweat and tears. I've had the frustrations. I've banged my head against the keyboard. I can't tell you how many times out of, you know, <laughs> not being able to figure something out. Why isn't this marketing working? Why isn't this message working? What's going on here? What's going on there? You know, we're very normal in that regard. And that's why, you know, I said early on, for a business to sustain, like ours, 24 years, like you said, most businesses, five years, they're out. They, they just aren't going to make it. And even if you have the passion, it doesn't mean you're going to make it. So I'm not making it sound like if you have the passion, you'll make it. No, but for you to continue to be the leader of the business, which I do, for, for, for someone to be able to continue to work in the trenches, which I do, I'm not checked out sitting in an office somewhere just directing traffic. I still work with clients every single day. I love that. Um, and then direct other assistant coaches and so forth. 
But for that to happen, you've got to have the passion. So I, that is a, an absolute to be able to sustain. Now, some people come into business or look, my whole, my whole model is to get in, have an exit strategy and get out. All right, fine. Again, they didn't get into the business because they're passionate about the business. They're passionate about making money or passionate about building a business and getting out. And I get that. That's different. In my business, in this type of business where you are going to do it, where it's the thing you do, you've just got to, you've got to be passionate about it because there are going to be so many roadblocks and potholes and things that are going to test your, your will that if you're not, you will um, be doing something else. Excellent advice. Uh, couldn't agree more. Perfect way to end this awesome conversation. Thanks, David, for everything you shared. If someone wants to learn more about, about you, your coach, your health coaching, where should we send them? You bet. The name of the company is Leanness Lifestyle University. And uh, the website's a lot easier. I, I realize that's a mouthful. So the website is just lluniversity.com. And there you'll find all the links, our social media links. Everything's there. So I just like to keep it simple and just say, just go there and you can find me. Perfect. Thanks, David. Great job. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.